Welcome everybody to the Mets News Podcast. Um, it's it's my first time ever doing a podcast after a postseason series. And as I sit here today at the Mets News Podcast studios, I, I just, um, I don't know what else to say other than this has been tough. And this podcast may be 20 minutes, it may be 45 minutes. I, I really don't know. And there's so much to get into, and and to be honest with you, I'm not upset about this season ending, and I've dealt with a lot of Met fans over the past 24 hours, uh, on Twitter, Instagram, uh, my own, some text chats I'm in, my, my dad, especially, some other fan bases coming at me and asking me questions. And ultimately, I'm not very I'm not upset about it. And it comes back to everything I've been saying, which is the New York Mets lost the division in Atlanta and their postseason chances got screwed because they didn't win the division. And I and I've listened to guys that I respect. Um I, I listened to the Rico Bronia this morning, Evan Roberts. I listened to Joe Beningo's initial thoughts, I, I did. And what it comes down to for me is the inability for guys to hit. And as I, as I you know, the, the season was over, in my opinion. And I texted and I told my dad this over the week a thousand times. I thought the season was over when the Mets got swept in Atlanta. I just didn't see a way for the Mets to win the World Series. And to me, if you're not going to win the World Series, you might as well just be eliminated in the wild card round. Did I think the Mets were going to get eliminated in the wild card round? No, I I thought the Mets were going to win the series. But I thought Max Scherzer was going to pitch better than he did. I mean, let's be honest here. The one guy I'm mad at, if if we're picking guys to be upset with, I'm, I'm mad at a couple people. I'm not mad at Edwin Diaz. I'm not mad at Brandon Nimmo. I, and I know a lot of people are ranting and raving about how bad Brandon Nimmo is and saying Brandon Nimmo sucks. I'm not mad at him. I'm not mad at Francisco Lindor. Francisco Lindor did nothing. I mean, last night, I mean, you, I'm not mad at him. I'm not mad at all these guys. What I'm mad at, and I'm going to list the people, I'm mad at Buck Walter. He embarrassed himself. I hate to say it. He embarrassed himself down the stretch. I'm mad at Billy Epler. I'm mad at Pete Alonzo. I'm mad at I'm I'm upset with Chris Bassett. And I'm very upset with Max Scherzer. Those are the people I'm mad at. And you could put the whole Met offense in as a in as a whole, except Aguardo Escobar, Tomas Nito, because I mean Tomas Nito's a joke. I mean, let's be honest. Behind the plate, the Mets are a joke. If we're being 100% honest, we have no offense behind the plate. And, you know, that's just very upsetting. I never want to see James McCann suit up in a Met uniform again. And that, my plan for James McCann, and this is how I see it, is you will see James McCann suit up for the first half of the Mets season next year, and then you'll see him either get traded or DFA'd. There's no way he stays as in the Met organization Pass next year. If he does, then he has a bounce back year. And, I, and I, by the way, folks, I'm hoping James McCann has a a bounce back year next year. But you know, Tomas Nito's a joke. He stinks. 
behind the plate, and I'm I'm getting tired of him. I I really am. The whole Mac catchers as a whole, you know, both these guys stink. But I, I I'm tired of the Tomas Nito fan club. The guy is a backup catcher, and he's not a good backup catcher. My friend uh, Gibby, who said to me once, Tomas Nito stinks. This guy's not good. And one of the Met fans going to realize this. He said this back in 2019. His opinion could have changed. But I got to agree with him. Tomas Neal stinks. I mean, this guy, he's, he's one of the worst hitters I've ever seen. Yeah, I know we had three home runs in September's, But, oh, my, oh my goodness. This, this guy, James McCann and Tomas Neal both stink. I would rather just DFA both of them. I, if I have to see Tomas Neal take big at-bats in the postseason ever again, I'm going to be very disappointed in Billy Epler and Steve Cohen. But knowing Billy Epler and knowing this Met organization, and I'm not going to count Steve Cohen because I think Steve... Knowing Billy Epler, he's going to be platooning next year with Francisco Alvarez. But oh my goodness, I, I am so done with the Mets catchers. Uh, you know, mini rant over, but no. I know they're very good people, though. Like, Let me just say this. This is not a rant on them. As a person, I know James McCann is up for Alberto Clemente Award, which is doing great work in the community. But as baseball players, these guys stink. These guys, uh, get them away. Go away. Legitimately. Now on to Max Scherzer. Mad Max, what happened to you? Do you stink? Is Mad Max Scherzer over? Is it back to... Is this guy going to become Tom Glavin 2.0 here? I mean, oh my goodness. Max Scherzer, what happened? You you stink. You stunk down the stretch. The three biggest starts of your season, you stunk. And I don't want to hear it about the oblique. If the oblique is bothering you, don't pitch. Don't pitch if the oblique is bothering you. Because you're just hurting the team and you cost... you you. You probably cost the Mets the season because we had to rely on Chris Bassett, who is one of the most overrated pitchers the Mets have ever had. If I have to hear one more time, oh, Chris Bassett, he's so good. He's, 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 he's really good. Ben, you don't know what you're talking about. I'm going to literally lose my mind. Chris Bassett is a guy with a 4 ERA that had a good stretch. That's what he is, and, it, and he should not be re-signed. His comments Saturday night were a disgrace. This guy stinks. He can't handle New York in the big game. He can handle New York against the loser teams, but he can't handle New York against the against the good teams. Get him out of here. Just go, go, get him out. Him and the catchers can go. I I have had enough. The guy had three chances. He had more chances than anybody else. He had the whole month of September to prove to me that he was good. And what did he do? Against the Nationals, he crapped the bed to start the month. Okay, everybody's entitled to a bad start. Then he goes out against Chicago and gives up, like, five runs. All right. Okay. You know what? Everyone's entitled to two bad starts. Just get it out of the way so when you play the Atlanta Braves, you pitch well. Because probably the season's going to be on the line. All right. Sunday night comes. You had a week to prepare. You had a week to get ready for this. You had a week for your season to be on the line, and you you know what the bed. All right, as I thought, because I thought the Mets were going to lose game one, three to two. 
it's you, Darvish. And then I thought Jake would do his thing. I did. And I, I wanted Mad Max. Full disclosure, I wanted Mad Max to start game one. I did. I did. I thought he was going to give us the best chance to win. And I thought with my season on the line, Jacob DeGrom's the guy I'm going to. And Jake did his job. And he did do his job. Jake, Jake did do his job, in all fairness. But back to Chris Bassett. Oh, come on, Chris. You want to be the big game pitcher? You want to say you can handle New York? You want to say how the fan base are a bunch of crybabies pretty much and that the fan base has overreacted over the past few months? Go out there and do your thing. Literally. Go out there. Do your job. Go give me seven innings against Joe Musgrove and hand the ball off to Seth Lugo. And what does he do? He couldn't even get out of the third inning. Or fourth inning, excuse me. I'm going to give him credit. He couldn't even get out of the fourth inning. The guy is an overrated pitcher. The fan base loved him because he's Mr. Reliable. Keith Hernandez loved him. Joe Beningo loved him. Everybody loves Chris Bassett. This guy is a phony and a fraud. This guy stinks. He can't handle New York. His press conference proved to be everything about what I thought about Chris Bassett, even when we traded for him. I said this. I don't think he can handle New York. I never did. I'm right. I didn't want to be right, but I'm right. If this guy resigns for any big money, I'm going to be very disappointed. I would rather resign Carlos Carrasco over him. That's how much I don't like Chris Bassett. And if you've been listening to this podcast, you know I don't like Ty, uh, not Taiwan Walker. I would resign Taiwan Walker. I hope the Mets resign Taiwan Walker. The guy to me, I would have rather have Taiwan Walker start this game. That's how much I, I didn't like Chris Bassett, and he scared me, and he crapped the bed. The biggest game, he crapped the bed three separate times against the San Diego Padres. Three separate times, Chris Bassett, you know what the bed against the San Diego Padres. My goodness, this, this guy stunk. Listen, it's no harm, no foul. These Oakland A prospects are probably not going to pan out anyway. But the guy stinks. If he gets re-signed for big money, I'm going to be very disappointed in Billy Epler. But Billy Epler might have to feel the pressure of re-signing him because we gave up prospects to get him. You know what? No harm, no foul. Go away. Go, go to L.A. Go to Oakland. Go to a place where the fan base doesn't scrutinize you, to use your words. I'm using your words. The, I, the fan base doesn't scrutinize you for every little thing. Go to a place. Go to Cincinnati. Go to Oakland. Go to Seattle. Go somewhere else. Go, go away. Go to Washington. But you're not made for New York. You stink. You're not a big game pitcher. You have 55 different pitches. I have five different curveballs. My name's Chris Bassett. That's literally what he is. He has five different curveballs, and he's complaining about how the fan base is upset because he takes 45 minutes to throw a pitch. At least with Max Scherzer, the guy... Was it owned up to it and said this was a kick in the balls? I can respect Max Scherzer for, for saying I was not good enough down the stretch. You took no accountability down the stretch. I'll give Francisco Lindor credit. He took accountability down the stretch. Pete, again, showing qualities that I don't like. He didn't take accountability. He did it again. He didn't take accountability. He did this in Philadelphia last year, which bothered me when they got swept. And he did it last night. He didn't take accountability. I mean, he's going to be back. He's great. But let's just keep an eye on that. Chris Bassett can go away. 
Like I, I don't want to see Chris Bassett. He was a four pit. He was a four ERA pitcher. He's a fourth or fifth starter. I don't want to see him go have fun somewhere else. And if you pitch well in other places, it wouldn't surprise me. You cannot handle New York. For all the talk and basically lecturing the fan base about how you could handle New York, it didn't seem like it. Three straight starts, you crapped the bed. The whole month of September, you crapped the bed. And I don't know if that's because you ran out of gas, but I, will, I, I am looking forward to never seeing you pitch in a Met uniform again with your 50 different curveballs and your five different fastballs. I mean, come on, give me a break. This guy... He's not built for New York. And, and, and another guy, he might be a very good pitcher. He, a very good, he is a, he's a fine pitcher, I guess, but he's not meant for New York. And he might be a fine person, but this guy is not meant for it. Now on to Max Scherzer. The guy crapped the bed. That's, that's all there is to say. For $43 million, I'm more disappointed in him. And looking back at my Jake rant, I feel bad for ranting about Jake. You know what, Jake? I take it all back. Stay in New York. I don't know if you want to stay in New York. I think you might. I don't think Jake wants to stay. I, I mean, I, I don't blame him, really. His worst, his best years, and the Mets couldn't get out of the first round. Jake did his job, all right? Jake, Jacob DeGrom did his job. I apologize for being a little bit rough, rougher on him or harsher on him, whatever the right term is. I mean, ultimately, he did his job, and I hope he resigns. Brandon Nemo, same thing. I hope you resign. Seth Lugo is a free agent. That shocked the crowd. I thought we had another year with Seth. I don't know what happens with him. I, I don't. This offseason is so important. It's the most important offseason since 1986. I, I, I'm going that far. This is, if, we, if we're going to do this, this was 1985. You got into the playoffs. Because of the expansion. You need to go get a Gary Carter and a Bobby Ojeda. That's what you need to do this offseason if you're the Mets. And you need to re-sign your guys. You need to re-sign Keith Hernandez. And I know Keith was in 84. But you need to re-sign Keith. And that guy, in my opinion, is Jacob DeGrom and Edwin Diaz. Go re-sign your guys. Go re-sign Walker because I think he's a good fifth starter. Let the losers, the loser pitchers in my opinion, and that's what they are. They're not good. They are not good pitchers. And then Chris Bassett and Carrasco, see you later. You did nothing. You faltered down the stretch. See you later. Goodbye. Ana Manavino, we'll see what happens. I know you struggled in your one postseason inning, but overall, I mean, you could come back. Brandon Nimmo, come back. You know, I mean, we could go down the list. Get get rid of the get rid of the bad guys. Get rid of the George Fosters. I mean, get rid of the get rid of the players that are not good, that were on the '85 team, and get go 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 get the big bats because Billy Epler is going to get something that I would not have given him a second chance. Billy, go out there. Resign the guys and get me J.D. Martinez. Go after Aaron Judge. I don't know if you're going to get Aaron Judge, but go after him. It's time. I'm sick and tired of this BS. I am so sick and tired of guys like Mark Canna. I'm, I'm tired of shopping in the bargain bin section. 
And I'm not blaming Steve because we've seen that Steve will make the big, the big signing in Max Scherzer. Stop going in halfway. Stop it. I've had enough of it. The fan base has had enough of it. Stop going in halfway. This team was so ready to win now. They were so ready to do it. And the reason why I'm not as upset as I was, and I'll say it, the reason why I'm not as upset as I was, and this may seem like I'm not upset about the season ending, is because look at what the Mets did at the deadline. They got bargained. They went full Wilpon at the deadline. That's what they did. I hate to say it. They did. They got the bargain bin, Michael Givens, who stunk last night. He stunk. And they got Daniel Voda back. And and Darren Ruff, they got these losers. They got these bargain bin guys. Instead of going out and getting J.D. Martinez, I would fully say this. I would fully trade a Mark Vientos looking back at it. And I said this at the time. You could check with the draft expert. You could check with anybody, any Met fan. You could check with the whole Art Phil's office because I was working that day. My last day interning with the Reading Phillies, we were talking about the trade deadline. I would have fully went out there and, and given out Mark Vientos, who I don't think is going to be a player. I'm rooting for him to, to pan out. I don't think he's going to pan out. And I hope I'm wrong. Because by me being, by, by me being wrong, that shows that Billy Epler was right. It does. And you could still go out there and get a J.D. Martinez or an Aaron Judge and have these guys still on the roster. And that's why Billy Epple, like I said, will get a second chance. But the Mets went full bargain bin at the trade deadline. Let's be honest. Let's be honest. They went fully bargain bin at the trade deadline. And ultimately, it cost them. Because they didn't have the big bat. Our DH spot was terrible this year. Dom Smith, J.D. Martina, J.D. Davis, excuse me, didn't do their jobs. They were a disgrace. An absolute disgrace. And then you went out there and you got Daniel Voldebeck, who I this bothered me this weekend. Voldebeck stinks. I would have rather seen Alvarez in the lineup against Musco because at least Alvarez will take a big swing. This guy looks at everything. The guy stunk. I'm calling it as I see it. The guy legitimately was the worst. This trade deadline will go down as the biggest swing and miss in Mets history. Because you could have traded for J.D. JD Martinez. You could have gotten David Robertson. And look at what David Robertson did with the Phillies. Look what he did. Nothing. But instead you got Michael Givens who stunk. That, that's honestly what it, what it comes down to. Go out there and just make the moves. And, and, and Epler and these guys, they're going to get their chance. And, and, we'll, and we'll see. And... If that means going out there, and this is what it comes down to, they just have to make the big free agent move.
and we'll and we'll see. Because I I don't I don't. That's what they have to do. The season wasn't a disappointment, but you go out there and you get me the guys like Judge and Martinez, and the young guys pan out. It's fine. If these young guys don't pan out, then this was a missed opportunity. And we'll and we'll see. And, and and that's that's really all I got. Not getting the big bat at the deadline or big arm cost this team because they didn't have the big bat in the lineup, and they didn't have. I I can't blame the pen honestly. They 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 just didn't have the big bat, and their and their big pitchers didn't show up. But we'll we'll see. It's gonna be it's the most important offseason since nineteen eighty five. That's really what it was. Or what it is. I think that that, that that's all I got. It, I'm excited to see what the Mets do this offseason, but I don't, I don't know what they do. But I'm excited, and, and I think that's what every Met fan should be. And uh, that, that's all I got. I want to thank everybody for the support this year. It's been the, the podcast has grown. We're growing on all the major platforms. There will be some rebranding coming up. I get my own logos done, and I'm very happy about that. And I'm going to obviously be taking a break now that the Mets are done, and I'll be back probably in November, whenever, yeah, like last year, November and December, and the Giant coverage is coming. The Giant beat writers are coming back. I'm hoping to do a podcast with Justin. Of course, we're going to still have all the round tables, and enjoy. I'm going to enjoy the rest of the postseason, and again, thank you guys for the continuous support. And subscribe to all my platforms and stay safe and follow the Instagram underscore underscore Mets underscore news. Follow the Twitter at Mets News 6. And I'll be talking to you guys very soon. Season 4, I can't believe I'm saying this, of the podcast is coming. And it was fun. Let's go Mets and stay safe.